Hello, and welcome back to the Conscious Contact Podcast. My name is Janae Peavy, and I am the host here. I am kind of shocked. So when this video goes up, it will have been one full calendar, not calendar year, 365 days, not a calendar year because that's January to December. One whole year, long story short, that I have been posting videos of this podcast on this channel or for any anywhere else for that matter. That is such a big milestone to me, uh, both from an analytics perspective and from just a personal commitment perspective. I think that I have missed three weeks out of the last, I'm really going to show how ignorant I am, 52 weeks in a year. So I think I've missed either two or three weeks out of 52. And a little backstory, since I know a lot of subscribers haven't watched all of the podcasts since the beginning or weren't here or didn't find my channel until recently, I started this podcast on my own. So back in 2021, the beginning of 2021, I'm not really sure. Again, like I should probably look this up before I start this type of a podcast, but I can't be bothered. It doesn't really matter. I started this at the tail end of like COVID lockdowns, when people were starting to go out again, I just wanted an excuse to talk to my friends, to be able to have people over. I started it upstairs in my house. So if you don't know, also I record my house. This is my office. I used to record upstairs in our big game room because there's two PCs there. And I would, they're separated by a, a large wall with a TV on it. And they're repurposed window wells, basically. And I would have to zoom <laughs> <laughs> or I think we use Discord video or something. I, I would have to do a video chat with the person, even though they're in technically the same room as me, I couldn't see them. So to be able to have like a genuine conversation, I would have to video chat them and then edit all that together. And uh, it was just audio. I just posted it as a podcast back then. And then once I really started getting in the groove, had quite a few guests on, people that I know, personally, I thought, you know, maybe it would be easier because finding guests is hard. I have lots of people I want to talk to, but people have their own lives and scheduling can get very difficult. And sometimes I, back in the day, I would have to miss a week or two because I just couldn't get anybody. And I wasn't really doing solo episodes then either. Obviously, adding that into it helped out a ton but I thought maybe I should have a co-host. So I asked one of my good friends because I thought that we would have really good conversations. We disagreed enough for it to be interesting, but agreed enough to not, not be friends afterwards, basically. So I did that for a really good chunk of this year. And then she decided to start a solo podcast based on her interests. And then I switched back to this being solo here. So I've done a mixture of solo videos where you just get me and with guests going on a year now. So it's really cool to me. Um, the, the growth, the things that I've been able to talk about, how it's been received by other people. And um, when this video goes up uh, as well, I will have announced the winners of the 1,000 subscriber giveaway. So if you commented on that video, subscribed, all of those things, and you want to know if you won, I will pin a comment to the top of that video. I will try to link that video below in case you don't want to have to go through finding it, if, if I can figure out how to do that, because um, I'm still brand new at this, brand new at the the creating the content, editing it, algorithms. Like I, I, I really still know nothing. I'm an infant. 
but it's been a ton of fun. So I figured as a little bit of a celebration, I know we've had lots of them recently, but I would answer some of the questions or talk about some of the topics that people left on that particular video. So there was lots of congratulations um, and I really appreciate that. A lot of people want me to have Luke on. If you don't know, Luke is my fiance. He is also a video gamer. Uh, if you're here, you probably know him because you either follow this because you know me personally or you follow this podcast because he has retweeted some of my videos. So I'm sure you know who he is. He has agreed that he will come on. So I'm going to try to hold him to that. But which this is a very valid point that he makes. He doesn't want me to potentially feel like I'm going to get uh, my algorithm messed up by just having people that might only be interested in video game content most of the time coming over and then my video isn't shown to a large audience. It'll be kind of niche and I don't just interview gamers on here. So welcome as well if that's why you came over. I interview a little bit of everybody. So lots of different interests. You'll see a video coming up where I interview a chef from here in Greensboro, North Carolina. And last week I talked to someone in the hospice industry. So it's it's a little bit of everyone. Some familiar faces if you do watch gaming content, but mostly it's going to be people that I am interested in, period. So whether they're a gamer or not doesn't really factor into that. But he said that he will come on. It's just a matter of getting him here. A lot of people asked about home content. So I wanted you to know that if you don't, again, if you don't already, it's linked in the description. We have a home channel. So we are building our dream forever home in the middle of nowhere, North Carolina, which is exactly what we wanted. Not necessarily the North Carolina part. We didn't have like strong feelings one way or the other, but we found a gorgeous piece of land that we couldn't pass up and we are building our home there. So it's coming along nicely. Um, again, we're still on track to hopefully move in somewhere between the end of December and the end of February of 2024. So uh, yeah, fingers, fingers crossed for that. Uh, head on over there. If you like home content. And I am going to try to start doing, that's definitely like a vlogging style channel. Um, I've done some cooking. We do updates on the house. We've done just hanging out and enjoying our land. So it's a little bit of everything for you to enjoy. Um, I had a lot of people talk about being a homemaker. Um, and I... I've done quite a few videos on that on here because if, I feel like I keep saying, if you don't know, I'm just going to assume you do know. Um, I am a homemaker. That is my vocation. I do not work. I am supported by my partner. And that was a completely foreign concept to me prior to about seven years ago. And it's not something that I ever thought I would be happy in. It's something that I didn't think was in the cards for me. Um, in fact, I kind of like wanted the opposite. I was definitely like, I have my own job, I have my own place, yada, yada. And it has been a huge softening experience for me. And through the course of all of that, I have learned so much about myself, about what it means to be a partner to someone else. And in the way that I am and in the way that I want to be, because definitely still working on that. But it it has been an, a huge experience. There's lots of women that have much more homemaking experience than me um, that can speak to that a lot better. Um, there's the Art of Home podcast. There is Homemaker Chic podcast. I listen to all of these. So uh, 
shout out. You've got a huge fangirl. And if you would like to come on this podcast, please send me a message. Um, but they they have got quite a bit more experience with that. But there is something to homemaking for me that is very spiritual in a sense and has helped me learn so much about myself and about my partner and about other humans in the world. I, I wouldn't give it up for anything now. And I never thought that I would say something like that. So um, I've made quite a few videos on that. You can check those out if you're looking for more of that content. Um, I am just really excited to hopefully interview Liz. If you don't know who Liz Katz is, definitely I will try to make sure to link her below. Um, if not, just go quick Google and you'll find her. Um, I would love to have her on. She's been busy with two little ones uh, and a big one and then Jonathan, which is like a second big one. So I, I would love to have her on whenever we can make our schedules work. That will definitely be happening because I feel like there is so much that we could talk about on that. Um, lots of people commenting on the merch. Thank you so much. Uh, I just made it mostly to celebrate a thousand subscribers also selfishly so I could have some stuff with conscious contact on it. Um, that will be linked below. If you're wondering what the heck I'm talking about, there's something for everybody, um, useful items, high quality stuff, sweatshirts, t-shirts in tie-dye because you know, it's me, uh, coffee cups. There's a tote bag. There's an AirPod case in case you are listening to this on an Apple earphone product. And yeah, it's been really cool to see people get it and uh, just to be wearing it myself. And it is almost cozy season. So I'm excited to be able to break that out and not be sweating <laughs> to death in it. Had someone asked me on here um, that they said they remembered on one of my other videos, I mentioned how different my personalities are. Um, it'd be really nice if maybe on a solo talk, um, I could explain that a little bit more. Personal growth, past, present, future, point of view, um, goals, ro roadblocks, overcoming things. So I... I'm not going to spend too long on any of these, but um, I I think that the biggest thing, and this is something that is just part of who I am as a human being, um, I am an alcoholic in long-term recovery. Uh, a couple days after you would potentially be seeing this video, I will be picking up six years of continuous sobriety. So that has formed a lot of who I am now versus who I used to be. That has informed most of my life choices. That is the reason why I am who I am now versus who I used to be. I mean, that's, that is the long and the short of it. So if you don't struggle with a substance abuse or addiction issue, my biggest recommendation is to, one, talk to people that disagree with you because I think that grows you a ton. Uh, be kind to others because everyone is going through something. And even if someone is outright rude, angry, mean to you, they're hurting in some way and and they deserve the benefit of the doubt and the, the opportunity, the grace to be given kindness and uh, to realize that you're going to fuck up. <laughs> like that is life. To err is human. And to be able to... to really take that in and say, you're right, I did mess up. That is a highly valuable skill. Um, I 
still am working on making that muscle bigger, but being able to cop to when you failed or when you may not have been as kind as you should have been or, or any of those things. I think that that is the biggest character builder, not only for yourself, but for you as a human in the eyes of other people. Um, humility is a big deal. And I think that that does more for you and making your life happy um, than, than most anything else. And it allows the other people that interact with you on a daily basis to have a happier life too. So appreciate that question. Um, speak. I'm good at speaking my truth and common sense in a way that isn't offensive to the other person. Thank you very much. That is kind of what I'm trying to foster here is having conversations with people who I know might disagree with me on an issue, but to be able to do it in a way that I show them I care about what they have to say. And hopefully they listen to a little bit about why I believe what I believe. And we come out knowing each other better and uh, making those scary topics a little bit easier and having other people be able to listen and see that you can talk about and potentially like debate uh, controversial things without losing that person as a friend. And uh, maybe it'll inspire you to try to do that in your own life if you feel safe to. Um, cultivating creativity, especially when you've lost motivation to be creative. I've definitely been in that funk recently, um, with this podcast, even though it might not feel like it sometimes. And it's not really like I lose the want or, um, the desire to be creative. I think most of it for me is like feeling like no one cares what I, I have to say. I'm not saying anything on here that's never been said before. This is not groundbreaking stuff. I am not a doctor. I'm not an engineer. I'm not discovering anything new. I'm not, you know, I'm not the smartest person in most rooms that I walk into. And sometimes it can feel like, why am I even getting on here? Like, no, <laughs> no one cares. And I know that's not true, but sometimes I feel as though, I'm trying to figure out how to put it, I feel as though I don't have anything new to add to the conversation about whatever topic I'm speaking on. And that can be hard because I still want to talk about those things, but feeling like it's all been said before and I don't have a unique perspective on it uh, can make me not want to record content. And I know that, you know, not everybody listens to everything. And maybe this is the first time you've heard specific phrases come out of someone's mouth, even though I've gotten them from listening to other people or, you know, what have you. It is still important. And I think for everyone to speak their truth, for everyone to feel like talking about things is important because we live in such a distanced society. We we have all these social media platforms, but we are so distant from each other as human beings. And talking in a real sense out loud, not text on a screen, not a AI voice saying whatever you've put into it. I think there's validity in that. And I think that it's important to know that you need to cultivate that for yourself. So even if this is a selfish endeavor for me to work on communicating effectively, I still think it's important. 
Uh, um, again, I do really hope that everyone that's listening or watching takes something from it and it's at least pleasant for you to experience, but, um, it is kind of a selfish endeavor. It is kind of me just trying to work on myself and, and how I communicate, how I interact with other people, learning more about others and sharing that with you a little bit. Um, I asked for lots of, uh, suggestions for people that live in North Carolina and that's kind of hard. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know a ton of people and I've kind of had on everybody at least once, some people twice. And I'm working on scheduling some things. I'm working on trying to like expand my network a little bit and really look into on social media. Who do I follow? Who lives close enough? Um, trying to figure out maybe I do want to try like a Zoom interview. I just... This podcast was based on the opposite of that. So it's really hard for me to want to lean back into Zoom interviews, even though I know it would be so cool to be able to talk to, there's a ton of people on my list that, you know, don't live anywhere near North Carolina and I still really want to talk to them. So I'm trying to like balance out my desire for in-person communication with my desire to talk to people. <laughs> so we'll figure that out. Um, again, so many questions about Luke. I will check with him and see when he wants to record, but he has said that he will. So hopefully, um, he would, he'll get on here eventually. But, uh, yeah, I, that was kind of the majority of the questions that were on here. I'm just kind of quickly looking through everything. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> a lot of people talking about they feel like they've already heard Luke on my podcast because of the playthrough that we did with the quarry, which I know we did not finish. Believe me, I ask him about that all the time. Um, but we we had some really <laughs> like genuine interactions <laughs> while we were playing that game. So a lot of people feel like they they got a little insight into that. And again, um, if you want to see me and him together in a video, Acme Acres is full of that. So I'll link that below too. I appreciate everybody watching. And um, the biggest thing that I've kind of been going through recently and kind of not the core of this video, because I don't know how long I'll talk about it, but um, really sitting with the fact that, and again, this might not be how you feel, but this is how I've been feeling. Um, this quest to be normal, this annoyance at myself for not being better or normal or what have you, um, especially coming up on another year of sobriety, you know that that anniversary date um, can get you a little squirrely. And I feel like I should be further ahead. I feel like I should be better at XYZ. I feel like I shouldn't um, fall into character defects or ego or whatever as frequently as I still do. And that that can be difficult for me to to not let stall me out because anytime that I get into my head about that kind of stuff, anytime that I let myself fall into that trap, it stops me from making any forward progress whatsoever. So even though I'm already, I feel like I'm making slow progress, if I let myself get into a guilt and shame spiral and a comparison and I just want to be normal, 
Um, it gets me out of gratitude. It gets me angry and it stops me from actually getting better, which is in my brain what I want to do. But I think part of it is self-sabotage. I think I think that if I tell myself it's unattainable for me to be better, then I can just stop. I can just rest on my laurels. I can just coast. I don't have to do the hard, intensive <laughs> work that it takes to keep a strong um, sobriety and spiritual life. And yeah, that'd be really easy. Uh, it's really easy to, you know, rest on your laurels and morals and get complacent. And that's not always a bad thing, but for me, it is. As a alcoholic in recovery, that's not safe for me. Um, that I need something to focus my energy on, um, whether that is in a very intense way or just an intentional meditative way. I need to be focusing on something that um, can better me personally and also focusing on something that can better the lives of people around me at the same time. And those might be in the same vein. They might be the same um, goal, like to be less snippy. You know, that's for me and it's for other people. But most of the time it's two separate ones. Um, and I need to be able to step outside of myself and help another person. Weirdly enough, that helps me most of the time, much more than when I try to just solely help myself. I feel like I have been stalled recently, and I think it's just this time of the year. We're really busy. There's a lot going on, like house stuff, um, travel stuff, all really good things, all extremely uh, high-class problem things. But it's hard to find balance in those scenarios, and I am a creature of habit. I am a creature of ritual. And I feel like I haven't been able to see my family as much as I maybe would like to. I haven't been able to schedule time with friends as much as I maybe would like to. I've got a lot of, uh, you know, outside the house responsibilities, which is my own fault. And I am fully aware of that. Um, I can change that. And I am trying to make room in my schedule so that I don't continue to fall into that problem. But I, I've really struggled to be intentional like the past two months. And that's difficult for uh, me as someone who feels feels very strong-willed most of the time. I'm really lucky I have a great support system and I've been talking to people about it. But it's one of those things where it's like, this is just going to be a hard season of life for me. This is going to be hard but fruitful. And, and that's kind of where I sit with it. And that's where I come to every time. It's like, yeah, this might be hard, but who told me life was going to be easy? You know what I mean? Nobody. That's, that's my want is for life to be easy. And I have an incredible life. And if it takes some hard work to, to keep that life and potentially even make it better, hell yeah, that's what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Like, why, why would I not do that? Uh, why would I not endeavor to do that? And I, I want to not be, you know, frightened of hard work. I don't want to, to feel like I'm going to take the easy way out because I don't think that, that that builds me as a human. I don't think that that helps me be ready in case something bad does happen. And I, I do need to be prepared for that, you know, spiritually, mentally, all of that. Because life will get hard. And right now it's only hard because I don't have anything else to focus on. So it feels harder because I'm working on internal stuff. That little voice in your head that's telling you you aren't good enough or you're not doing it right. 
that feels much harder for me than if there was like a really terrible situation going on externally. Like if, if I had to deal with, you know, a real tragedy in my life, I think that I am better equipped to handle those type of situations because I, I know, I feel like I know what to do in those scenarios. Like when the times get hard and I have something super specific like that, like a tragedy to focus on, I don't have to think about me. I don't have to listen to that little voice in my head. I can be actively doing something with others. And I don't want it to take a tragedy for me to get into that headspace. You know, I, I want me to be able to work on me and help others at the same time without the necessity of pain or uh, something horrible happening. And I, I I feel like that's a pretty, pretty valiant thing to want to do, but it is more difficult. It, it isn't easy and it hasn't been for me. And I'm, you know, actively working a recovery program. Um, I'm also a member of a separate recovery program. I'm a multiple winner. I could probably join most of them. Um, but I, I am intentionally working on that and that is the best that I can do. I know that I'm picking up the tools that I know that I have. I know that I'm talking about it to other people. I know that I am being as truthful and honest as I possibly can while I'm walking through it. And I know that I'm trying to help others whenever I can. So that that's the best that I've got, you know, and that change takes time and I can't force it. In my opinion, my higher power is the one that changes me. I can try all I want, but if I was able to change me, I wouldn't be an alcoholic. You know what I mean? Like no one wants to be an alcoholic. If I had the ability to make those type of changes without help of something bigger than me, I would have been okay, you know, quote unquote normal a long time ago. And that just isn't the case. Um, For me, that's not how life works. And if you feel like I do, Maybe me saying that gives you a little permission to give yourself some grace or to, to, to go in a different route with it and, you know, share it with someone you care about and get their perspective. Because that's the other thing that I have to realize, too, is, is my brain does not work like normal people. And I can catastrophize a situation. I can make it a huge deal when it is no deal at all. I can feel like, you know, this is just so horrible or I can think, oh, I know exactly what I need to do and here's what it is. And then when I share it with someone outside of that situation or that might be a little more sane than me and they go, oh no, (laughs) that's that's not reality at all. And that's definitely not what you should do. And that's so valuable, valuable to me. And keeping those type of people in your life that can be honest with you and tell you the reality of the situation, not just co-sign your bullshit all the time is just, that's life-giving. That saved me from so many bad decisions and issues that I could have gotten myself into. And I still do, but I know it's because I didn't share it with somebody else first. You know, I made that decision to act on my own instinctively selfish, self-centered nature, and it doesn't serve me very well. So I get to learn it over and over and over again. Um, but I get to choose not to do that now. I get to choose to pause. I get to choose to, I mean, even come on here and talk it out to a camera, knowing that there's going to be people watching it eventually. And it does feel a little bit like therapy, you know. Um, I also do, you know, have and will go to therapy throughout my life, real, real therapy. But this is a little bit cathartic. It does allow me to say like, yeah, 
I've been struggling, but here's what I'm doing about it. And there is hope and it does lessen. And I've already felt that weight kind of come off of me when I start to realize like I'm exactly where I need to be and I'm doing what I need to be doing. The rest is up to the universe. And um, yeah, that's a that's a great place to be in a place of gratitude, in a place of being able to see all the blessings that I have in my life and not focus on that tiny voice in my head that doesn't make any bit of difference in my day to day if I don't let it. And uh, hopefully that helps you to tell your little voice in your head to shut up every once in a while because it's important. They do need to shut up. But I'm so grateful for all of you for listening, for watching. Um, If you only listen and you don't watch, please head on over to the YouTube channel. Check it out. I think you will enjoy it. And uh, I am learning to edit and I've got, you know, little extensions to help me edit the podcast a little bit better. So I'm enjoying that growth in me as well. So thank you so much for listening or watching and I'll see you next week in the next one. 